And running really was the catalyst that helped me with my mood, helped me with my anxiety. You know, it really helped just being able to go out and run for like an hour or two and just walk through things in my mind. I had all these, you know, chats and conversations with myself and it really gave me a chance to look at my life, find, you know, inner peace. And, you know, running really has changed my life for the better. You're listening to the Sasquatch Trail Runners podcast, where every run is a trail party. On this week's episode, we're sharing the recording from our Run Venture Zoom series on July 29th, 2020, where we got to hear Kelsey Miller share about how she overcame her battle with depression through her Couch to Ultra journey. So sit back and relax, or grab a goo and hit the trails, and enjoy the show. Well, welcome everybody to the Sasquatch Trail Runners Run Venture Zoom series episode Number five, we are here with Kelsey Miller. We're so excited to have her share with you her run venture story. She's going to be sharing about how she overcame depression by going from couch to ultramarathon. Before Kelsey launches her story, I'm going to share um, just a little bit of background on Sasquatch trail running, on the events that we do, and just who we are as a group. So we started hosting trail parties in 2018 all around the state of New Jersey. And obviously 2020 with the COVID-19 pandemic has changed our plans a little bit, but we're being creative. And if you've been staying connected with us, you know, we've got a lot of stuff going on. July is actually shaping up to be probably the busiest month of the year for us. So we're going to continue our Run Ventures meeting series through the summer. We've had really positive feedback from you guys, uh, both on on social media, through email. Uh, We're going to keep doing that. Next episode in two weeks, we have invited Vanessa Klein and Michael Wilson to join us. They just completed the Vol State 500K event. So they're going to be sharing their story with us. We have a, a few other runners who are lined up, including Michael Ortiz. He's going to be joining us. If you're familiar with him, he is currently doing his game of Hundo's run venture where he's running 100 miles every weekend for 100 weeks, which is Bananas. So we're so excited to have him come on along with some other runners who are going to be joining us. Right now, we're actually hosting another semi-virtual race over at Stoke State Forest in Branchville, New Jersey, which is called the Blue Mountain Ultra Squatch. This is a new event in our series. You can sign up and go out to the park anytime in the next two weeks, and you can run. We have a seven-mile loop, and then we also have a 17-mile loop, which you can do once for the 17 or twice to get the ultra, which would be 34 miles. So we're using the marked trails that are already at Stokes, which they're phenomenally well marked. We've already had runners go out there, give us great feedback on how well the course is marked by the park. And I want to give a special shout out to our elder Squatch crowd, because we have five runners right now who are registered and they're over the age of 60. So shout out to the elder Squatches. You guys are awesome. I also heard from runner Christina Lude this morning, who was out there uh, before dawn, and she did say that she saw a mama bear and two baby bears. So like we said on registration page, just be aware that, that you know Stoke State Forest is in Sussex County, New Jersey, which is known for having a little bit more wildlife than say Union County. Well, actually there's a bear in Union you're making it around Union County, but South Mountain Reservation, you know, there's a little bit more wildlife going on there. So 
for July, another really big event that we've been having going on, we're sponsoring ultra runner James Leitner, who has his nonprofit organization called Mission Clean Water. And he's on this 900, that's right, 900, 900 mile challenge where he's running 30 miles a day for 30 days to raise $30,000 for Mission Clean Water, which will provide clean drinking water for an all girls school in Uganda. So tomorrow is his final day, ending on July 30th at Tamaquas Park in Westfield, New Jersey. So we're gonna be out there with the Sasquatch tent. We heard Sasquatch is also making an appearance. If you feel comfortable, we encourage you to come on out, bring your family. Actually, the local fire department, we heard, is bringing their fire trucks out and they're going to do like a spray down for the kids, which is going to be pretty fun. We also continue to have our Magically Mythical Race Series online, which is totally virtual. Anybody can participate in that. Uh, you can find that info on runsignup.com. And lastly, our final announcement, which I'm super excited to share, is the Squatch Hunt is returning. So if you've been around with us uh, last summer, you got connected with us. I know Kelsey participated. She rocked the Squatch Hunt. So excited for this one. <laughs> the Squatch Hunt is coming back. It's going to be the last two weeks in August. So we hope you can join us. We're going to put out some more information about that in the next week. So without further ado, the moment you've been waiting for while you're on the Zoom, tuning in on Facebook Live, we have, as I said before, Kelsey Miller is here. Joining us, I first met Kelsey last June when her registration came in for the Midnight Squatchapalooza. So actually, Kelsey, I didn't ask you. Can I share this story? I didn't even ask you. Oh, 100%. Just don't give me the, just don't tell them the domain name of my email, okay. you know. Okay. I will, I will. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> so when Kelsey's, uh, you know, we go to sign up, when you register, I get the confirmation email. So hers came in, and when I saw her email address, I thought, I have to be friends with this woman. I, I need to be friends with her. Uh, I won't give you the domain name, but it was, <laughs> I love cats so much it hurts. At <laughs> so I read that, and if you know me at all, you know I've got a cat. She's being dramatic in the background here. But I thought, man, this, this woman is going to be awesome and a lot of fun. And sure enough, she was came to the race in like a glitter skirt I think had on. it was yep awesome. and um, she crushed the race and I've gotten to know Kelsey a little bit over the last year she's become very plugged into our community and become just a, a really awesome member of our trail running group I'm so excited that she has shared her story with me I've, I've since I knew that she went from couch to ultra but I didn't know about her struggle with depression and that was super inspiring to me and I know it will be to you as well. So Kelsey's going to chat for the next 20 to 30 minutes or so. And you can see in the background, she is not at her house. Kelsey works as a pastry chef down in Asbury Park. And we were just chatting about it. She said work is swamped. So thankfully, she was able to step away. And um, she's, she's actually at her, her job right now. So um, after the chat, we're going to hit her with a little bit of rapid fire questions. And then we encourage you to drop your comments and questions on the Facebook comment section and we'll do a live Q&A at the end. So Kelsey, the floor is yours. Take it away, my friend. All right. I just want to apologize real fast if anything crazy happens or noises in the background. I'm hiding in the storage area right now at my job. So if anyone comes in yelling, it, it's a restaurant with the hot tempo to happen. Um, so 
As Kim said, my name's Kelsey. Um, I've only been running for about two years now. But so sorry, I lo I lost my notes. It's been a whole thing. So I started running as a way to lose weight and the all the weight I gained, I was in a really bad depressive like spiral for about two years or so. I gained a lot of weight. I was miserable. I had a different job at the time. And you know, I just I felt like my life was out of control and I didn't I lived in a new area where I didn't really have any friends and, you know, it wasn't the best time in my life, but I decided one day, um, February actually, 2018, to take control of my life and I said, I don't want to live like this anymore and I have to take control of something and I couldn't change at the time where I lived, I couldn't change my job. So I said, one thing I can take control of is what I'm eating, my weight, and, you know, starting to exercise. I said, that's one thing that I can control in my life. And, you know, it's small steps, you know, when you're getting out of it. So my first small step was, okay, I'm going to start dieting. So, you know, I see the whole counting calories, trying to eat healthy thing. And it was great. You know, my, you know. I, I felt my mood, you know, change a little bit and things started to get a little better until I hit a plateau with my weight loss. And I was like, oh my God, oh no, I'm, you know, not eating. I, you know, I'm like barely Hey, Kelsey, I'm just going to pause you for a second. It sounds like your audio cut out. Let me try taking out my AirPods. You now the, you're back. The sound might suffer a little, but, um, you're good. You're good now. I can hear okay. you. Great. Perfect. Okay. So just backtrack like 10 seconds or so. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I decided to step up my exercising. I figured that would, that has to be the next step to losing weight. And, you know, at the time I had it in my head that, okay, you lose the weight, you will be happy. That, that was basically my mindset at the time, which I know, wasn't the healthiest at the time, but it led into becoming healthier and happier. So <laughs> it's a learning period, you know, sometimes. But um, so I said, okay, I don't want to pay for a gym right now. What I'll do is I'll go outside and I'll run. Running's free. I was like, you know, just put on a pair of sneakers. And little did I know that running is not free as we all probably know by now but um so that's how I started running and I did the couch to 5k app and I started in June of 2018 really doing the couch to 5k app and trying to run like every other day or like five times a week and so I quickly progressed through the app and I was like okay let's sign up for 5k I was like, I, I did the training. I was like, this is my reward for losing some more weight and finishing the app. So the first ever like 5K I even did was September 2018. And that, it was the Hoot Waddle and Stroll 5K down in Burlington County. 
Um, all the money raised went to a wildlife refuge, which is right up my alley. And little did I know that it was a trail 5K, which is something I- Oh no! Oh. <laughs> So that was not only my first race, it was my first trail race. And having a taste of trail running, I was like, oh, this is great. Um, so you so, didn't know at all when you went into the race that it was a trail race? I didn't know until I got up to the finish line. I'm not sorry, the finish line, the salt line, finish right. line. And I was like, here's the road. <laughs> It was my mistake for not reading the race description. I was a little too gung-ho. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was my first race and my first trail race. And I just felt something really connect in me at that point. I was like, I've always loved nature and hiking and everything. I was like, so that's when I first like really felt like running might be like, a thing for me. So um, after that, I kind of had a more ferocity for running. I was like, all right, let me sign up, you know, for a half marathon. I was like, doing a half marathon in March. I was like, it's crazy. I was like, it's crazy, but let me do it. And so I ran the New York um, United Half Marathon in March. I was like, that was great, but I, I was like, I felt like it took me no time to train at all. And I was like, the race was over so quick. <laughs> so I was like, I want a different challenge. I wanted to step up the challenge. So without ever doing like a marathon or anything like that, I was like, let me look into like um, some trail races. And that's when I ended up finding um, on Ultra Sign Up the uh, Midnight Squatch of Palooza, and at the time there was like a three hour, six hour, and 12 hour, correct? Yeah, uh, yep, that's who, right. I was like, three hour might be like a, too, not enough of a challenge because I was like, at that point, you know, I ran a half marathon, it was, you know, two minutes, well, two hours and like 15 minutes. So I was like, three hours isn't much of a stretch, and right. I was like, 12 hours is insane. Who in the world can ever run 12 hours. I was like, that's impossible. I'll never do that. So, um, I, I decided to sign up in the middle for the six hours. And I figured it was a fun challenge to celebrate my one year of running. And at that point, you know, like, my life started to change. You know, I was working on uh, moving back down to the area that I grew up in in New Jersey and, you know, like getting it, working on getting a different job. And, you know, I was re reconnecting with like friends and family and it was really a turning point in my life yeah. where I said, okay, I could control this one thing and I'm, you know, like thriving at this one thing so that's when I started to take control of all the things in my life. And running really was the catalyst that helped me with my mood, helped me with my anxiety. You know, it really helped just being able to go out and run for like an hour or two and just 
walk through things in my mind. I had all these, you know, chats and conversations of myself, and it really gave me a chance to look at my life, find, you know, inner peace. And, you know, running really has changed my life for the better. So as Kim said, the first time she met me was the midnight Squatchapalooza six hours. And at the time I was like, you know, I'll go in and I'll run as much as I can. I was like, I might not, you know, be able to do the whole six hours, but I was like, let's see if I can get to like four or five hours. Right. Fun. Um, and it turned out that the race was a total blast. Everyone was so friendly and welcoming, starting, you know, at the check-in table with the amazing volunteers and meeting Kim and just really meeting all the other racers and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where I felt something click again. I said, okay, this is, you know, the environment that I want to be in. I like this group of people, I was like, this is somewhere where I can like see myself. And um, the race was so much fun and I ended up doing the full six hours. So, you know, for, for someone who was only running a year, like never ran, I never ran like a marathon or anything before in my life. The most, you know, I ran in a race was like a half marathon at the time. And, I, that's when I realized I was like ultra running is the way for me. I was like, <laughs> I, I still sign up for road races and they're fun, but if I had the choice of signing up for a road race or signing up for like a trail run or ultra, I'm going, you know, trail run or ultra every time. So in that year since, I've really been trying to push myself and, you know, see my limits and see how far I can run and sometimes I beat myself up still because it's it's part of the anxiety and depression it's always going to be something that I'm going to have to deal with and that I have to learn you know to recognize and um you know walk through it and so sometimes I beat myself up I'm saying you're so slow you're not gonna finish you know and, and all this race south self-doubt and um, everything that, you know, I've, I've really struggled with my whole life, but, you know, doing ultra running, it gave me a sense of control and accomplishment and really <laughs> helps me relax my head too after a run. But um, so in the year since I started ultra running, you know, I attempted the Lenny Lenape Trail twice, which is a 36 mile trail going from the Lenape Trail to, well, I don't know who is watching that knows or not. So, <laughs> yeah, it goes from Newark to um, Melbourne. And, um, you know, you take a train from the end to the beginning and you gotta run all the way back to your call. Unfortunately, I haven't made it back to my call yet, but. Um, I made it 28 miles the first time I attempted it. And then the second time I surprised myself, I made it um, 33 miles, but I keep running into a problem where by the time I'm at Zomo and I'm at that final push, it's starting to get dull. Right. And, uh, you know, r 
running in South Mountain is not the greatest thing to do in the Dolph when you're already tired and exhausted. So right. it is my goal this year to go back to South Mountain and do the full Lenape. I, was, I always tell myself, I know you can do it. You've run this part of the trail, you know, like a dozen times. You can do it. It's just um, a point of getting out there and finishing it. But that's really the one thing right now that's you know, <laughs> at me is finishing the Lenape. Uh, more recently, I've hiked the full Batona. Um, I've done it in... Um, five sections. I'm planning on doing though um, probably this September a full through hike of the Petona um, starting at like 4 a.m. and finishing up later that night. So you're gonna do yeah. that when are you doing that this year you think? Yeah um, I'm probably gonna do it in September. Awesome. So, yeah um, another big thing coming up speaking of the Petona is I registered for a uh, 55 mile, um, yes. 55 mile. Shout out to Vanessa Klein. Yes, shout out Beast, the Beast uh, tra uh, Batona Trail Series. Awesome. Yeah, yeah she's uh, um, one of the race directors for that, and I'm really excited for that, which is why I've been trying to, um, you know, hike the Batona because I really want to get comfortable with the trail, make sure that for race day I'm completely set up. Um, a couple, you know, I've, I've done um, a few other races throughout the year, like I've done um, a marathon, a, you know, like a handful of um, trail of road half marathons. I've done, since Midnight Squatch Palooza, two or three um, other like six hour runs. And I was um, registered to do the Loopy Looper actually this Saturday. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately something came up at work, so I'm not able to do it. And um, but that was that's a little bit of a disappointment because going back to um, the midnight squatch of Pusa, when I thought people running 12 hours, I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, I made that my next one year goal to run for 12 hours. So um, unfortunately, I'm not getting a chance to do that this Saturday, but um, coming up in the future, I'm gonna try to plan somewhere around my house doing a virtual loopy loop ball. That is uh, awesome. And running the 12 hours. So right now I'm trying to set up like manageable goals for myself. So coming into this year, I was like, I'm gonna do a 12 hour race. I'm gonna do a 50 mile race. And, um, you know, I'm just really trying to push my limits right now. But I know I don't have like the craziest, you know, like race history. I haven't done, you know, bad water or you know, done some like amazing races like some other people have done. But I still feel like my greatest accomplishment is really, you know, taking control of my life and overcoming the huge, you know, like mountain that's been, that's been like my anxiety and um, the depressive, you know, like cycle that I was in for, you know, like years or so. So everything's looking up now at least. And um, I really have running to think for changing my life, so. That is awesome, Kelsey.
That is so great. And I'm sure, especially now, just, you know, we were chatting before the talk started, how crazy things are at work. Like, how, how are you managing your work schedule? Has it been hard to stay running or what does that look like for you? It's definitely thrown um, a wrench in my running. Normally, my work schedule, um, since I do pastries, um, you know, I come in early in the morning. I kind of do my thing. I don't have to worry about, you know, like tickets or making orders at the time. So, you know, usually I can make my own schedule, kind of work what days I need to. And, um, but unfortunately, you know, the whole pandemic and COVID really threw a wrench in that. And uh, it's changed a lot of the restaurant industry as well. So right now um, it's summer, it's a peak season, but we're not doing, you know, like weddings anymore. So that's, you know, a big thing that I'm not uh, making desserts for. And um, we're only doing outdoor dining and takeout right now. So I'm not making as many pastries as I normally do. So I've been kind of having to fill in hours on the, um, with, you know, like the cooks and doing salads and prep and everything. So I've been working a lot of nights as you can see now. So it's made running a little tougher because I either have to run at night after I get out of work at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, or I have to, you know, wake up early after, you know, commuting home and at like 6am to try and beat the heat. So yeah. it's been a little tough doing um, training this summer, but a great motivator I have is um, I'm actually in the um, great virtual race against uh, trust. Yeah. Thousand K. So uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm set to finish that in um, two weeks. So I'll be a little early. I was going to finish it. And I was shooting for the thousand mile law before I went back to work, but um, unfortunately, going back to work and right, you know, do, doing what I have to do to you know help my job out and get my hours. Um, I'm not gonna be able to get the thousand mile finish that I wanted, but um, I will do, finish the thousand k at least. Yeah, I mean that's incredible too. I, anybody who's doing that event is just it's it's been so fun to follow. Um, I have a lot of friends, including you, who are doing it, and it just, it sounds like it's been a really cool experience, especially people, too, like, they signed up, they're kind of skeptical about it, like, not sure how I'm going to stay motivated, but then it seems like everybody's really engaged, and it's become, you know, not necessarily, I mean, I think there is some competitive aspects to it, but more of, like, an internal drive, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, the Facebook group that they have set up is probably one of the best Facebook groups around, you awesome. know, the encouraging um, Lazarus Lake, who is, you know, a legendary racer, right. you know, the bulk marathon, you know, big backyard and everything. Um, he's, he's always posting motivating things or stories and pictures. So even just being able to talk to like Lazarus Lake right there is <laughs> a big plus of the race. And, um, it's you pretty know, cool. Wisdom and uh -huh. everything. So. Totally. So what would you say, you know, if we have people listening now or on the replay who maybe they're going through a tough time, I think personally, I believe everybody at some point in their life is going to struggle with some form of depression, anxiety. I mean, it's probably safe to say right now we all are experiencing it, whether we realize it or not. So what yeah. would you say if you had to give advice 
maybe like if you had to give yourself advice, you know, like um, back, how, what, what, what would you say you think? Well, first thing I want to say is, you know, mental health should be, you know, more um, normalized in society. It's okay. You know, like everyone thinks about physical health and going to the doctor and everything and not enough people take into consideration their mental health. And so it's, there's a whole spec spectrum of things and, you know, it has, it should be okay for people to say, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm struggling right now. I don't think I'm okay. And to be able to go get help, it doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you. It's just like, you know, if you had um, a tone ACL or something, you know, like, you, right. it's, you know, about, um, you know, take, taking care of yourself as well. But um, the advice I, if I can go back in time to, you know, like 20, early 2018 or um, 2017, would just be to tell myself, take it one step at a time, you right. know, because you can't jump to the top of a hill because you know that that's what it is it's a series of rolling hills and some hills you know it might be steep or down and right. uh, other ones you know just a little bump in the road but I would tell myself take it one step at a time and you're not gonna be down for long just you know try to take control of something little or whatever you can and it really will change things. Great, great change happens with small steps. Mm. You gotta put that on a plaque, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think, what's the best advice you've been given over the last year or so? Um, we can make it two questions, like running advice, and then also like through your struggle with depression and anxiety. Um, I know those are two very different questions, yeah. but there's probably some overlap in it, you know? Yeah, I mean, probably the greatest advice I, I've been giving um, is, you know, to like not normalize um, mental health and it's not something to be ashamed of, you know, and it's not something bad to admit. And then running wise, probably to just keep swimming. I know it's, yeah. but um, I, I saw, I was talking to another runner um, when I was at the Disney World Marathon, actually. Um, I, I ended up having an anxiety attack in the middle of the race because um, the sun, as soon as the sun came up, I got a real bad heat stroke. I, you know, I started throwing up. I had anxiety attacks. And you know, the race was becoming a struggle. And I spent three miles straight crying during oh and it, it was a bad time but I ended up connecting with um, another runner who was kind of struggling in the race too and with the heat and everything and you know she told me just keep swimming and we really helped push each other to make sure that we finished the race you know yeah <laughs> yeah so, so I mean Definitely, you know, I will never say I'm fully, you know, healed from my depression and anxiety. It's never going to be something that happens. You know, there's always going to be quick, um, you know, there will always be pop-ups and flare-ups. But it's about, you know, just keep pushing forward. 
Right, right. That's awesome. So what would you say if you had to pick, um, again, we'll make it a two-part question. Like, you might have already answered it. What was the hardest running experience you've had? Was it was it the Disney Marathon? Because that sounds pretty terrible. <laughs> probably the Disney Marathon because normally when I'm in races, you know, I'm in a good headset. I'm enjoying it and it's a lot of fun. But um, definitely having that anxiety attack and spending three miles straight, you know, crying in the happiest place on earth. Is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was definitely the hardest because I was already physically struggling. But once you put that mental struggle on yeah. too. But I mean, I finished. I sat, I sat down at the finish line and cried. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess it's good you can laugh at it now, right? Oh, it, it, it wasn't the rate. It wasn't how I wanted the race to go, especially because I paid so much money. Yeah. Do it, But, you know, what? at the end of the day, I can look back and, you know, say I did it and I made it too. So. Right. And that, it sounds like it was so much more than just a race and finishing it. You know, you yeah. were like literally working through some serious stuff in the middle of it oh my goodness what what do you think could you look back and say what a favorite if you had a favorite running experience so far because you've had some I mean just major milestones packed into a very short amount of time right I mean it's like less than two years you went from not running at all to ultra you know is there a favorite experience you've had um I really love the Squatchong Surprise last year. So the great thing about this Squatchong Surprise is This is it, not a paid advertisement either, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. When I said before, I kind of found my group. You know, like Sasquatch has definitely been a big part of it and I keep coming back to it. But um, it falls on my birthday weekend every year. So, um, you know, ha- having um, that kind of like fun birthday so last year was um (laughs) but um you know I really love doing the Patona this summer it's been a real peace of mind it's in my backyard basically it's you know like a 25 minute drive from my house which Uh is really nice most parts of it so um, you know I really enjoyed that this summer and just kind of training and running in general right yeah, and I, I, I really hope um, Vanessa and her crew are able to have the Batona race. Um, it's it's in October, right? Like the second weekend in October? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's a small field. So um, hopefully they're still able to do it. Um, I'm crossing my fingers. But last year I volunteered and it was such a well-organized race that I, I have complete faith that they'll be able to figure out how to safely do it if right. you're able to do it. So. Right. Totally. Well, I mean, obviously I run too. I'm just as anxious as everybody else to get back to races, both as a race director and a runner. I know all of us, everyone who's watching feels the same way. Um, so besides Batona, do you have anything else? I mean, you, you want to do the through hike, you're signed up for the Batona race in yeah. October. Is there anything else kind of brewing in the back of your mind of maybe some bigger goals or like whatever, uh, anything else coming up? Well, my last goal for this year is to do um, like a 12 hour um, 
you know, race, which at this point looks like it may be a self-supported race. But um, next year, my goal is to do 100K. Yes. And as long as I survive 100K, you know, eventually I might go on to do 100 mile races. Awesome. But, um, yeah, but I, I mean, I definitely want to get out and start doing uh, more longer trails in New Jersey. I want to try to do... Um, take like two days or so to do the New Jersey part of the AT. Awesome. That's on my, you know, like bucket list of things to do. Um, what was that other one I wanted to do? Oh, finish the Lenape. Yeah. <laughs> right now. At this point, I'm probably gonna, um, next time that it's organized or I might just go out myself I'm going to take an early old train, then this 6 a.m., <laughs> get out at the crack of dawn to make sure that I get it done before right. <laughs> nightfall. Right. Well, I was going to say before, you know, the Lenape Trail is cruel in the sense that South Mountain Reservation is the end. And personally, yeah. and I know I've talked with other runners, you'd probably agree that's the toughest part. Um, especially oh. if, if you're a local runner, you're familiar with it, you get to the start of South Mountain and you think, oh, this is it. It's a home stretch. But there's still another, like, I think it's seven or eight miles and there's a lot of elevation change. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cruel that is, you yeah. know, at the end. Yeah, and it's definitely the whole rockiest part of the trail, which is the part that had me nervous is kind of running something pretty rocky. Right. At and we can't forget that the last hill going oh. down. I was like, if I run that hill going down in the dark, I'm going to be rolling down <laughs> also. That hill, I feel like every time I get there, it's just like a a pathetic crawl to try to get down because it's so steep and you're just hurting yeah. and your knees are, you know, aching and it's just, it's just straight down, but you know you're so close to the finish. <laughs> so... Um, all right, real quick, I'm going to just jump in the chat before we do our rapid fire questions, because I did see a couple comments um, from, let me see, I think there was Michael, Michael Steiner, you know, Michael, he's in the <laughs> chat, and uh, he wanted to know the name of your bakery. Or oh, not bakery, I'm sorry, where I, I was, I've been calling it a bakery, I know it's not a bakery, but. Oh, yeah, because uh, I do bake here, but um, no, I work at Porta in Asbury, Porta Pizza, uh -huh. so right on Kingsley Avenue. I guess I'm giving them a little bit of free advertisement right That's now. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I think there might've been one other question. Let me see real quick. I think there are just some comments. Um, oh, my, Michael says trail, trail of tears for the Lenape Trail, which I think it, it is for all of us. Um, <laughs> ba Bailey Lewis, you know, Bailey, she says, way to go, yeah. Kelsey, Jana, says Kelsey you rock um let's see and Christina Lude says Kelsey I appreciate and admire you sharing your story more sharing like this helps to normalize mental health struggles so that is awesome um all right so if you're in the Facebook group or watching the Facebook group start dropping your questions in there I'm gonna hop over open up my list of questions for Kelsey these are fun and goofy no pressure um, so you just want to say the first thing that comes to your mind. If you've been watching before, you know how this works. So as always, our first question, do you believe in Sasquatch and have you ever seen him? 
A hundred percent believe in Sasquatch. I've been really into kind of like cryptids ever since I was a kid. So old believer in Sasquatch, you know, Mothman and (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I haven't seen him yet, but I'm going to find him. (laughs) He's out. Yeah. Well, I know on the Batona, that's like Pine Barrens, right? Isn't the the devil lives down there? New Jersey devil, right? Yeah, there's the, you know, Jersey devil's watering hole. Yeah. It's village down there. So, yeah, I think the Jersey devil is kind of what got me into mythical creatures. Yeah. You know, knowing that Jersey devil is in my backyard growing up. So. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, okay, if you had to sing karaoke right now, what song would you choose? Um, I would probably sing Smelly Cat. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, um, my, my favorite song to listen to when I run is What Does the Fox Say? No. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't that get stuck in your head the rest of the day? I have it on my running playlist all separate times. So oh my goodness. The playlist, it comes on at least once an hour. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> it pumps me up like no other song. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your, that would be your walk-up song if you were ever a, a ball player. That's yeah. Awesome. All right. That's a good one. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. If you're family could choose one word to describe your running what would they choose um crazy obsessive insane (laughs) i i mean they're really as shocked as most people in my life about how i kind of like made a jump from not running at all to running all these crazy races so they they all think i'm insane for you know running at night or running straight so (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh favorite movie all-time favorite movie if you had to pick one i think i know the answer i mean that's tough based on the wedding cake topper that you requested from the squad i mean that's that's uh my husband's favorite movie is the but I mean I'm it's it's tough I'm gonna have to say Guardians of Galaxy I'm just gonna say that because that's a good one I watched it a million times best soundtrack ever you know definitely I I think that's kind of like the perfect movie so I, I would have to say that's up there for me as well, especially because of the soundtrack. Most of the soundtrack is on our Sasquatch trail running playlist that we have at the races because it's so good. <laughs> um, okay, what is one non-running thing that you have on your bucket list, if you have a bucket list? Um, I, I have a bucket list. Um, it's kind of been consumed with running things. But um, one non-running thing that's on my bucket list is to go to New Zealand. But when I go to New Zealand, what I want to do is, you know, climb the Lord of the Ring mountains and go, you know, white river rafting and, of course, running. But um, I really want to do kind of like one all-out crazy, like, physical um, trip to New Zealand and just kind of get out. 
That sounds incredible. Would your would your husband be into it as well? Uh he he's not as outdoorsy kinda as me. So um if we go, he might kinda hang out at the hotel by the pool while okay. I go <laughs> stuff. <laughs> awesome. All right, and last question on the rapid fire, and this is very specific to you. What is your two-part favorite pastry to eat and then least favorite pastry to make? All right, least favorite pastry to make, hands down, Budinos. I make them all the time at work. They're very finicky, little, um, kind of like a baked um, custard. It's, uh -huh. it's very annoying to make. I make a ton of them at work. Um, favorite pastry to eat, I'm probably going to have to go for like an old-fashioned cannoli. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe, you know, like having that crispy fried shell and, you know, like the cream and cinnamon and chocolate, so. You can't go wrong with a cannoli, especially no. in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A cannoli, sorry. I, I should say cannoli while I'm at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, we do have, I see, I'm getting the notifications, a bunch of questions in the Facebook group. All right, so let me scroll up to our first one. Is, ah, a great one from Bailey. She wants to know how many cats you have and what are their names? I have four cats and I have to put in my two dogs too. I can't leave them out. Um, but my cats are Ruby, Batsy, uh, Mabel, and Fidget. And then I have two dogs, Ivy and Quinn as well. Which, uh, do you have a favorite? <laughs> uh, I said no, but honestly, my cat Ruby, she's uh -huh. kind of like my soulmate. Love it. And I have to point out your amazing tank top that you have on right now. It's cat and pizza. And, and a taco. And a taco. I mean, what more could you ask for? <laughs> Three favorite things, so. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, Jana wants to know if you could run with somebody dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, that's... I mean, I might just want to do like a marathon with the guy who ran the first marathon. Oh. Maybe, you know, I'll hand him some water during it, make sure. I really want him to get that, be able to enjoy, enjoy it again afterwards. So yeah, probably, he, he had a rough experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll make it like a whole trail party for him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, uh, Elaine Yee says, I don't know if this was answered, but what race or run are you most proud of? Um, probably just, you know, accomplishing the uh, Midnight Squatch of Blues and my whole six hour run, I really surprised myself. And, uh, you know, it's kind of been like my catalyst for pushing myself even more into ultra running. So awesome. probably doing six hour race. Awesome, awesome. Um, okay, next one. Well, Joe Brandine says sheep outnumber people in New Zealand. So I guess this is a fun um and michael i'm gonna i'm sorry i'm gonna mispronounce your name michael Mosh, moshetti moshetta where did you study to be a pastry chef 
Um, I am actually self-taught, so I kind of, um, you know, like started out in small little bakeries and restaurants. And I kind of like, you know, did a lot of YouTube and, um, you know, like online and impulse and classes to kind of teach myself. So I think I don't have any like formal pastry education. So just a lot of hard work and, um, you know, determination. Yeah. How, how long have you been at that, that restaurant in Asbury? Uh, it's coming up to my one year anniversary, so, but I think I'll, I'll probably be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, you, you enjoy it, it sounds like? Yeah, it, it's a good place, so, you know, I, I enjoy it, even though it's a little crazy right now, I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Now, how close are you to Mogo's Tacos? Um, I'm two, like, um, if you go one block down, and one block over, you can go to their boardwalk location. Uh-huh. And then their actual street location is probably like, like 0.4 mile run. Uh-huh. If I go to like their brick and mortar location in Asbury. Yeah, I'm like a block away from the beach right now. If I actually looked out a front door. Wow. Looking at it, so. That's awesome. Well, I, I knew that would catch Becca's attention because she loves Mogo's. She first introduced me to Mogo's and she says, best tacos ever. I, I love Mogo's too. There's been a couple days where I'm like begging my co-locals like, please go out and get me tacos, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So good. Um, okay, I think that about wraps it up. I'm going to make sure Jana says, let's go eat all the food, which yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you came on here. I, I remember very vividly at, at the at the midnight Squatchapalooza because you came by yourself. And I remember you yeah. were kind of like a little timid, you know, starting out. And then by the end of it, 6 a.m., we were all hugging. And um, it was just so awesome. I'm, I'm so thankful that you found us on Ultra Sign Up. And, um, you know, you're you're part of our awesome community. So thank you for sharing your story. This has been incredible. I know you've inspired me and we had a bunch of people watching on Facebook as well. So glad, I'm glad it's over. Now I can go back to walk and be calm and <laughs> a whole different person going back into the kitchen. Yes, totally. So, okay, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we are going to be back here in two weeks to hear from Vanessa Klein and Michael on their story of the Vol State 500K, which is going to be Squatchtastic. So thank you again for tuning in. You can send this link. It's going to be up on our Facebook page. If you jumped in at the end, you can replay from the beginning and share with your friends and tell them to join us at Sasquatch Trail Runners. All right, everybody, keep it squatchy.